Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. How are you today? Great. It's the first day of summer. Oh, finally it's here. <laughs> uh, summer weather is definitely here. We have a heat advisory in effect from 10 a.m. today to 10 p.m. tonight. And we're expecting a high of 95 with heat index values as high as 98. It's summer. It's summer. Longest day of the year. So I've heard maybe 15 and a half hours of daylight. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, stay out late, golf late, swim late, stay out late. Should be nice. But then uh, it's going to be hot. So you got to kind of decide if you want to stay out late or not. It's hot. It's summer. Uh, our record high for today is 98, oh. set in 1997. I remember that. So we could hit it, could hit it today. Right now it's 76 degrees. Summer arrived at 5.14 a.m. Did you get up for it? You know what, I actually did. <laughs> did I you? actually was up huh. this morning for, uh, I love getting up early in the summer. I love oh, me it. too. Love yep. getting up early in the summer. Love going to bed early in the summer as well. But While it's the longest day, it's the shortest night. It is the shortest yeah. night. Yeah, it's hard to get the kids to go to sleep when it's uh, still daylight out. So and, I'm kind of glad. It's really hot. It's. I mean, we're at. Yeah, and when it's really hot too, because uh, you know you got the fans going, the AC going, and uh, you open the door and it's like the heat just comes right in. <laughs> Blast furnace. Uh, are there some summery things to do today? I think there are. I think there are a lot of summery things to do today. Um, the first summary thing to do would be to go to the Cascade Splash Pad. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. And I'd get there first and claim my seat, set up my blanket and my towel, and uh, get a good spot away from everyone else. <laughs> Are grown-ups allowed to splash around in there? Define grown-up. <laughs> you or me? Uh, yes, grown-ups are allowed. Nice. So Should awesome. be a great day for yeah. that. Food Truck Tuesdays today, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. downtown. A uh, ton of food trucks will be there, and Cooper Young and Brian Tucker will be providing the hot entertainment on the stage of True Community Credit Union City Square. The uh, trucks are already starting to uh, line up and mm -hmm. set up, and uh, we had Corey on yesterday talking about the ease of uh, that park and the trucks being able to plug right in and not mm -hmm. use their generators. It's a... Uh, it's one of the owners of the truck's favorite place to go. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Jackson is known as food truck friendly in the food truck industry. The uh, Michigan Theater Summer Kids Series sponsored by Kiwanis is today. If you want to break from the heat and cool off and watch a movie, Disney's Encanto. I hope I'm saying that right. You are. Uh, 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. A dollar is, a, and you know what? Adults pay a dollar too. Very good. Pop and popcorn combo, just four bucks. The first building with air conditioning in Jackson County was, and it is, the Michigan Theater. Amazing. Still using the same equipment. <laughs> and it works. Yeah, it does. It works really well. Yeah, so. it's amazing. Um, that stupid golf tour that... Yeah, we're not talking about it, are we? Well, we are going to talk about it because Brooks Kepka has solidified his place on uh, the list of people I hate by mm. uh, joining the live golf tour, but we'll call it Live. And uh, no, really no surprise. Um, he's always mm. kind of been a selfish, money-hungry type, <laughs> and uh, I'm not surprised at all. So good riddance to Brooksy. It's possible that uh, these golfers will just uh, fall off the, uh, the face of the earth. No, they're just going to make all their money, and then they're going to go retire somewhere mm. and um, continue to be worthless individuals. Yeah. So, no, I just don't like Brooks. I don't like his attitude. But I do like a lot of the guys. And I've 
You know, there's a lot of people who used to love Phil Mickelson and they just can't stand him mm -hmm. now. And I was talking to you, I used to not like Rory McIlroy. And people now, love him now. I, I really like him. Mm -hmm. And I used to not like him just because the way he walked. When he was younger, he used to kind of trot down the fairway. But I really like him, <laughs> and I really like the PGA Tour, and uh, that's where I'm staying. Yeah, I, I base um, my like on uh, celebrities on um, kind of dumb things, you know, mm -hmm. you know what their hair looks what like, what they're wearing, yeah. things like that. <laughs> yeah. So, but again, more. It's you know. More. Are you going to the uh, Rocket Mortgage Media Day on Monday? I th I need to sort that out, but yeah. I would like to. I've been invited in the past, and. Um, Got to play the Detroit Golf Club, set up how the pros play it, and uh, that was a fun time. Jeff Steers and I went, and uh, we had a great time. Oh, Anytime well. you can play a, a tour course, it's awesome. So mm -hmm. hopefully I'll get to go. Yeah, uh, and you golfed yesterday in the Lincoln I did. Christie yeah, and guess who I saw? Um, Tim Crowley. Uh, Tim, you know Tim? I know Tim. Tim at one point held the record for most passing yards in a loss at the Swamp in Florida. Did you know that? I did not know that. I think that. Central lost like 58 to nothing, but Tim threw for a ton of yards. So he held that record at one point. That's amazing. So uh, it's always fun when you get to see a local celebrity. Yep. Uh, big news this morning out of Battle Creek. Kellogg's announcing today they are splitting the company into three different companies and moving the corporate headquarters to Chicago. Chicago. Wow. <clears throat> yes. This morning, in an, in an announcement, said they would um, be spitting off part of its cereal business and its business focused on plant-based foods into separate publicly traded companies. Uh, the uh, three companies will have new names. We don't know what they are yet. Global Snacking, North American Cereal, and Plant Company. Global Snacking does uh, 12 billion in sales a year in cereal does 2.4 billion. The cereal part of the business is the small part of the business. Mm -hmm. So they will keep the cereal business in Battle Creek, but they will move the other businesses and the corporate headquarters to Chicago. Which is interesting. Um, a lot of large corporations are exiting the uh, Metro Chicago area. Mm -hmm. Caterpillar announced that they are leaving and um, they're going to, I think they're going to Texas. Boeing has uh, exited. Uh, the Chicago area and they're moving toward Washington DC so mm -hmm. interesting plenty of office space available in the metro Chicago area for uh, companies looking to relocate yeah and a big blow to Battle Creek for sure known as the uh, cereal capital of the world it'll still make cereal people will still work there mm -hmm. but uh, the relationship between Kellogg's and the city of Battle Creek has been uh, it's been rocky yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't spend a lot of time in uh, Battle Creek, but uh, been there a few times, and uh, it's an interesting town. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting town. Every, every time I'm in Battle Creek, I think, thank God I live in Jackson. Oh, that's one way to say it. Mm -hmm. um, that's, the, that's very nice of you to say. <laughs> Sorry, Battle Creek. Um, oh, big uh, day in history in 1879. The uh, first ever F.W. Woolworth great mm. five cent store opened in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, the Woolworth chain was, uh, it was, it was the retail chain yeah. in America. 
uh, for so many years, and it's just, uh, well, it's gone. We used to have a Woolworth. It's gone. The uh, CSL Plasmas bought all the Woolworth <laughs> locations. Remember the um, Woolworth in downtown Jackson? Mm, I'm trying to think. Where was it? Let mm. me think. Well, I'm going to show you a picture that'll help you um, determine okay. where where it was. All right. So <gasps> this is this oh. is what it looked like. Yes, it's the uh, Consumers uh, Innovation Center. Right. And what is the Citibank and Trust Company now? City Hall. And it was turned into Consumers Energy bought it and uh, restored it to the Innovation Center. Uh, does Woolworth exist anymore? There is one Woolworths in uh, downtown Asheville. Is that true? No, no. <laughs> Woolworths is now known as what? Uh, Woolco. Amazon. Cheesecake Factory. Woolco. Well, no, no. Foot Locker. Foot Locker. <laughs> that can't be Foot true. Foot Locker. Serious? Yes, it is now known as Foot Locker. Really? Yes. Did you know that the Foot Locker is closed at Westwood Mall? It is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really? been closed for a long time. What's in the Westwood Mall? Uh, Crown and Carriage. No, there's a there are still a few. No, there are still a few a few stores in the Westwood the Mall. The Orange Bowl is the Orange Bowl still there? No, but I was I told told people this. I was going to get shoes uh, for my daughter, and Foot Locker was closed. So wow. yeah, they're closed. Huh. Remember, we used to have a Foot Locker, a Lady Foot Locker, and a Kids Foot Locker, all in all separate wow. stores. We had a lot of shoe stores in we did have Mall a lot at of one shoe time. Stores. Yep. And we had the um, the pretzel store, the record store, and the uh, orange orange bowl. They were all, it was like the hot hangout. It's where the the hip teens hung out mm -hmm. at the mall. Yeah. Yes. Police were frequently called. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. No. no I'm very not nice. Sure. Our uh, show today is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. Now in their third generation of being family owned and operated, they pride themselves on offering. High quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thank you to Vermeulens for helping us bring you today's show. You know, it's going to be um, hot all week, not just today. And people are saying, when's the pool going to open? The pool is going to open on uh, Monday the 27th. Which pool? The Nixon pool. Oh, it is? Yes. R you sure? The 27th. Wow. That's Bre the date. Great. Yes. Breaking news. Uh, in Chicago, uh, the Chicago Park District announcing public pools will not open until after the 4th of July weekend because? Um, of the heat. La <laughs> it's too hot for the pools. <laughs> no, lack of lifeguards. Yeah, what is going on? And um, everyone that we talk to is having the same issue, and I can't explain it. If I was a kid, I would rather work at a pool than not a pool. Do you want to sit in a red chair under an umbrella and just sit all day by the pool? There are some, some lifeguard assignments that are easier than others. Right. Like, some people have to clean the pool. Some people have to dig the pool toys out. Some people have to find the, uh, the baby Ruth candy bar oh, replicas. Yeah. The maintenance issue in the pool. Yeah. Um, please, kids, wear our parents. Have your kids wear a swim diaper. Swim diaper. To, uh, Chicago is offering a bonus. This is on top of the pay. Bonus of $600 a week for the lifeguards. Still having a tough time attracting them. In fact, it's nationwide. According to the Chicago Tribune, 
Uh, there's a 91% vacancy rate among seasonal lifeguards and 73% vacancy among all lifeguards. And according to the Park District and the Chicago Sun-Times, one-third of the nation's 309,000 pools will not open at all this summer. Well, if you a think third. about think about Jackson, right? Okay, so if you're a lifeguard, want to be a lifeguard, where could you get certified right now? One place, right? The YMCA. Where mm -hmm. else? I guess I guess y. that's it, right? Yeah. So until some of the pools open to have the lifeguard classes, um, and I guess we're going to be in that situation. So. Gets 22. The Red Cross um, certifies uh, lifeguards. I was a lifeguard when I was. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. The money, though, I, I think I made like 75 cents an hour. That's probably about right. But I think I got free food. So, hmm. uh, our show today also brought to you by How Equipment. They specialize in the sales of used ATVs, UTVs, and zero turn lawnmowers. The easiest and most comfortable buying experience, doorstep delivery, same day getting a machine inspected by professionals. 3190 Lansing Ave. Go see Matt, Big Daddy Matt Howe at Howe Equipment. Pandemic news, the uh, CDC says now final approval for the uh, vaccine for kids as young as six months old. Yeah, and I see 18% of uh, parents with children in that age range will wait a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, good news for uh, parents that want to get that uh, vaccine for their kids right away. Uh, it's probably a, probably a, a hard hard choice on some of the infants and things like that. You know, what do you do? You know, maybe if the kid's three, three or four or five, you're more likely to do it. So I don't know, but it's nice that it's available. It's available. Um, so you have that choice. Other uh, pandemic slash war uh, news, uh, the gas prices, <laughs> a result of uh, the war in Ukraine, the, the pandemic. Uh, we are hearing now from Washington that uh, President Biden is considering a halt to the federal gas tax, just putting a hold on it. He won't say uh, when he'll make the decision. He won't say for how long the gas tax might be suspended. Uh, don't jump for joy yet because it's just 18.4 yeah. cents a gallon. 18.4 cents a gallon. I'm gonna be in California in a few weeks with a rental car and I'm worried that I won't even know how to get gas. It's gonna be so much money. You know, you know how it's weird getting gas in a different state. The gas stations yeah. are funky. Like New Jersey, you can't pump your own gas. No, and you have to pay cash to get the price that it says on that top there. It's a mm -hmm. cash price. California gas stations are very difficult, so I'm nervous about it. But I'll be sending a photo <laughs> of uh, what I'm paying per gallon for sure, and oh. I anticipate that to be uh, in the nine dollar uh, a gallon range. Well, you know, this is not a United States uh, exclusive problem. It feels worldwide. like it. It's a lot worse in other places. It feels like it because you live here. Oh, is that why? If you lived in Great Britain, you'd pay the equivalent of $9 a gallon. Really? Gas. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Great Britain, as you can imagine, doesn't uh, produce uh, much in the way of their own gas, so they do have to buy a lot of it. But yeah, they're paying $9 uh, a gallon. The president is also considering a gas rebate where they just start writing checks and sending them out to people mm. again. Interesting. So, um, we're not sure. Uh, the White House says that's not that likely, but it is something that is um, being considered. So hang on. Amazing, amazing stuff. 
Amazing stuff. It's time for Love Living in Jackson, presented by Heather Herndon and the Herndon team at Howard Hanna. And today we're highlighting Ella Sharp Park, sprawling and beautiful. 562 acres, 18 whole golf course, mini golf course, pavilions. Brandon, you can have your picnics there if you want. Trails and flower gardens. And uh, we are so blessed to have this park in town. Um, disc golf. Disc golf, yeah, I have yet to do that. Disc golf, of course, you'll see me on soccer Saturday mornings, which I, I believe uh, is the best way to start a weekend. Family picture. Family pictures, picnics, everything. Brandon, have you done photographs at Ella Sharp? My sister has done a lot there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, a lot of uh, weddings go there. A lot of weddings. Yeah. Um, been to a lot of weddings there. There's some nice bass in that river. Really? If you think I'm kidding, take a pole out there. Now you're gonna get it caught on the lilies, but um, there's, there's, there's good bass in there. Hmm. Really good bass in there. Oh, I'll, no. I'll drive you to that spot. And then of course the driving range and uh, it's a beautiful, we're so lucky. I mean, Mountain large, large cities do not have parks no, this size. No, it's amazing, it's a blessing. It's, a, it's unbelievable we have this. So how many acres is it? 562 acres. <laughs> That's a great guess. No, it is, is real. It? Yeah, oh. see, 562. Oh my gosh, yeah. you're right. And wow. I believe there's over, there's over that? 23 lighted fields. Uh, speaking hmm. of fishing, the world's heaviest freshwater fish. Freshwater? Freshwater. Okay. Yeah. Fish was caught in Cambodia, and it was caught last week. Uh, this is a stingray, and... It, Aren't it, they, like, poisonous? No, uh, maybe. It was 661 pounds. Guess who caught it? Um, a Cambodian? A fisherman. Just <laughs> a fisherman. Um, they weighed it. It was 25 pounds heavier than the uh, the next uh, heaviest fish, and guess what they did with it? Uh, fried it up. They killed it. No, they weighed it and they set it free. Brandon, they set it back into the river. That's nice of them. Yeah, for the wow. next person. 661 pounds. Amazing what happens in Cambodia. It doesn't look right. Yeah. No. Ooh. Water coming out the thing's eyes? <laughs> Someone might want to check that. It seems odd that that, isn't it like an ocean fish, the stingray? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's freshwater. Someone might want to get that over to uh, Blackman Animal Clinic. What? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do they catch it with? Uh, just a uh, piece of corn and a hot dog. All right, uh, who's on the uh, show today? Uh, we have the uh, great show. We have Sergeant Alexander Wilson, who will be joining us after this break. We're looking forward to having him. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Albion is having a concert series and it's swinging at the shell. And uh, this concert series is free. Hey, the Air Force Band of the Midwest is performing 
on July 3rd, Sunday at 6 o'clock. And uh, thanks to Caster Concepts, Parks, Drugstore, Team One Plastics, and the Albion Community Foundation uh, for making this concert series a free event. And that's Swinging at the Shell in Albion. From the Air Force to the Marine Corps, from the U.S. Marine Corps Recruiting Command, we welcome Sergeant Alexander Wilson. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Semper Fi, thank you for your service. I appreciate your support, sir. You are stationed here in Jackson. I am. Tell us a little bit about uh, the, the assignment, uh, how long you've been here, what the typical uh, term is. So I'm currently serving as a Marine recruiter. Um, the typical term usually looks like three years, so it's a 36-month tour. Um, during that 36 months, it's you know my job to come out and find the most qualified individuals to be a part of one of the greatest fighting forces in the nation. How uh, how do you do that? What uh, what's um, you know a lot of parent? You have to reach a lot of parents, a Absolutely. lot of kids. Um, talk a little bit about what that process is like. Um, actually bringing in and talking to young people. So it honestly starts in the community. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, you know it's it's very important for us to get out to the community, talk to the young men and women. Uh, talk to the parents, uh, and then kind of just, you know, reach out, put yeah. out, a, put out a hand, say, hey, you know, we're here. Um, we have a lot of great things that we can offer you as far as the military is yeah. concerned, and um, look for the most qualified. If I was going to join the armed forces, I would join the Marine Corps. Exclusive, because I've already been <laughs> to Marine Corps boot camp. Okay. In San Diego. Is that right? Yeah, a few years ago, uh, they invited us to go um, for a week. We stayed a week there. Mm -hmm. It was a media thing. They wanted to show off the experience. Uh, and I was so impressed. It's just, a, it's amazing to me um, the, uh, how someone is transformed from uh, just a, an average teenager into just uh, an incredible man or woman. It's amazing. Absolutely. The transformation is actually very special. You know, I hold the Marine Corps very near and dear to my heart. Um, I remember my first day stepping on the yellow footprints at MCRD uh, in Camp Pendleton, and from that moment on, you know, from the moment that I stepped foot on that installation, like I knew that I was going to be a different person. Yeah. And then graduating, uh, I mean, I could go, you know, go back. It's, <laughs> you it's really amazing. You and I have uh, chatted a few times before, so I know it's it's a it's a passion of yours. What was it? Um, do you remember what led you to um, to joining the service? So I'll be honest with you. So I actually used to work in the oil field prior to um, the Marine Corps. I work, I, I'm from Alaska, so I worked in the Alaska oil field. And honestly, I just woke up one morning and knew that I wanted to do something different. That's cool. Like, that's like no kidding. I like shot up out of the rack, shot up out of the bed, and I said, I'm done. Like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Uh, I asked to go home. I took a flight back into Anchorage, Alaska, and I walked right into a Marine, you know, Marine recruiting station. And I said, hey, I'm, right, I'm here. I want to be a Marine. Awesome. And then the rest is history, honestly. It was, to me, the, um, just witnessing the uh, change from, because we, the, during that week, we saw people step off the bus mm -hmm. and get yelled at. <laughs> and uh, then we saw people at the end, mm -hmm. once they had um, completed, what's the name of the mountain? Oh, the crucible. The crucible. Yes. Oh my gosh! And you didn't have to. You did not do all of the tasks. I, I can tell you that. I right crawled now. under uh, with a rifle. I crawled under the barbed wire. Right. It was. Uh, I. I, uh, I did it all. Yeah. I ate the food. 
After the crucible, the way people eat, mm -hmm. it's like they've never eaten before in their oh, lives. Oh, yeah. You're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you are hungry. Yeah, that's a lot of work. But they go up on the mountain and they they just they let them they're they're on their own. Yeah. They have to survive. It's a wilderness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the point of kind of going up on the mountain or what I gathered from it is it's like a new beginning. You're up there mm -hmm. with all the individuals that were just as motivated as you were to become United States Marines. And you're standing up there, it's about zero six in the morning and you're you know, watching the sun come over the mountain, and then you know your drill instructor stands in front of you and hands you like your Eagle Globe and Acre and says, hey, like, welcome to the Brotherhood, yeah. like you made it. Yeah. And that is a very like, transforming, like I get a little even a little emotional mm -hmm. speaking about it, because I remember when my drill instructor handed me my Eagle Globe and Acre, and I like knew that, you know, I'm a Marine now, yeah. and I'm off to better things. How, how important <laughs> is it for, um you know, people to uh, understand that, you know, you are a part of the community, you know, it's not, you're not always in uniform. You go to the grocery store, yeah. you are, you know, regular guy outside yeah. of, uh, of course, your career. How important is that, that uh, the community um, sees you both in, inside of work and outside of work? It's, it's very, very important. That's a really great, great question there. Um, it's very, very important because there are two sides of this. Yes, you know, I am a Marine representative. I am but I also am a human being underneath this uniform. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I am Alexander Wilson. I do, you know, have a two-year-old son. I do thoroughly enjoy going to school and going to the gym and, you know, barbecuing and, you know, just being a human, you know? Yeah, very you go, important. You go to the gym, right? I do, absolutely. <laughs> I try to make it six times out of the week, but. Oh my gosh. The first uh, thing on, uh, when you arrive at uh, the training center, mm -hmm. um, there's a sergeant who welcomes you. <laughs> And he says, they line them all up, and he says, empty your pockets, take everything out of your pockets. And you hear little things drop, like wallets and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, phones, <laughs> and, then he, and then he says, no, I mean everything out of your pockets. And you don't hear anything. And then he says, including condoms. And then you, <laughs> and then you hear some more stuff fall on the floor. He's screaming, I'm, why are you bringing condoms to Marine Corps? That's funny. To, it's pretty funny. And then they line them up at the end, and there's a bank of phones mm -hmm. with a script. And they call, hi mom or dad, I'm here, I'm fine, I won't talk to you for six weeks, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just to ensure you know that they make it, they made it to like Paris Island yeah. or you know, MCRD. Right. Yeah, because parents, you know, you're, you are worried about your kids, because yeah, no matter what, you want to make sure that they are safe. Um, I've talked to some uh, people who have came home uh, from Camp Pendleton and, and similar stories to yeah. you, just the amount of accomplishment and uh, the sense of pride they feel um, something they hadn't felt in the past. It's, it's really an amazing experience. Absolutely. Like personally, I, I've gained a lot from the Marine Corps. I really yeah. have. It's, I'll be honest with you, I don't know who I would be without it. That's cool. It's given me a lot of like direction and like what I want to do and what I want to contribute to this world. And it's like formed me not only to the man that I am, but the Marine that I am today, honestly. Yeah, I think the whole country should be run by the Marine Corps. That's I mean, really, I, it's amazing what kind of a an organization it is and what, what kind of people Marine Corps uh, yeah. people are. It's no amazing. Uh, we are with Sergeant Alexander Wilson from the United States Marine Corps. More with the Sergeant after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. We've got a cruise in this Friday, sponsored by the DDA. 
There'll be live music at the Michigan Theater, if it rains, but it's not going to, so it'll be outside. Concert and cruise in, five o'clock to nine, and that is June 24th. Hope to see you down here. Gonna be hot. Uh, we have with us Sergeant Alexander Wilson from the United States Marine Corps. Great to have you with us. And Thank you. Uh, again, thank you for your service, mm -hmm. of course. Absolutely. Um, it's just amazing, uh, the sacrifice that people in the military um, give to serve our country, and and uh, I can't thank you. Can't enough. thank you enough. Yeah. No, absolutely, especially with you know what we see going on, uh, or what we hear on the news, you know, going on in uh, Ukraine. It's uh, it's just amazing, and of course, a lot of the news that uh, we get about uh, things that happen overseas, and you guys are there a lot of the times. Yeah, first to fight. Now, because uh, I had that experience um, at the Marine Corps Recruiting Center, mm -hmm. and one thing that struck me was how, how short um, a term of service is for most Marines. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, three, four years, and they're out, and I thought, man, I, I, and it's, it's on purpose, isn't it, that you, you, you want, you're bringing new people in, and then you, you, people move on after the Marine Corps. Yeah, absolutely. It just kind of really depends on the person and how long they're willing to stay in. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, I'm on my uh, second contract um, because I, mean, I absolutely fell in love with this, honestly. Yeah. Like, I absolutely fell in love with it. Like, um, the Marine Corps has been really, really good to me. Really, That's really good to me. A lot of people, they come in and, you know, they do their three, four years, and they say, okay, you know, like, that was good. But there are those out there that want to continue to serve and continue to be a part of. I I'm too old. Unfortunately. Ah! <laughs> That's funny. So it's, um, a, it's a young person's game. It is, and it, it probably you're too old. I am too old. Yeah, believe it or not, I'm, I think I am too old. Now, um, parents, kids growing up, you yeah. know, they're they're aware of uh, they're aware of the armed services. They're probably not sure, right? Parents, right. unless parents were had served or were part of uh, the military, maybe they're not sure. What um, what would you say to? How do you know if it's right for that individual? Honestly, it's something that's ingrained in you. Okay. Um, it's one of those things where you just know, like, for example, when I took a look at the Marine Corps, you know, recruiting station, like, I knew. I knew in my heart. Like, I knew in my heart that this is what was meant to happen for me. Uh, others, it's all about the conversation. Maybe they don't know. Mm -hmm. And maybe we need to sit down and, one, inspire, and, two, maybe bring up the idea of what the armed services can do for you. So it all kind of just starts with that conversation, that initial contact. Mm -hmm. Um, it's super important to have like the family, you know, mom and dad involved in, you know, such a big decision like this, um, and also, you know, with the applicant or the individual, you know. You know, people have to make the decision too if they decide they want to join the armed forces, which branch. And I think a lot of the decision is made based on uh, what the the uniform and the sword. You get sure. a sword in the Marines. There, yeah, there are yeah. different different things that draw you to each one. Why did you pick the Marine Corps? I personally chose the Marine Corps because I wanted to challenge. Like, I honestly wanted to stand at the tip of the spear. I really didn't. You know, you look at the United States Marine Corps, like, we are absolutely ancient. We've been around for 244 plus years. And I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to, I wanted to wear this uniform. I wanted to be able to call myself the United States Marine, you know. What are some skills that uh, maybe that you wouldn't think of that uh, you know you've kind of picked up along your career, whether it be uh, being able to talk to anyone yeah. or uh, things like that? Being able to talk to anyone is a really good one. I, I was always kind of, I don't want to say shy about talking to people, but 
kind of shy of talking to people, but yeah. now that I'm a Marine, like it, it brings a lot of great things. And one of the biggest things that I've reaped from the Marine Corps is confidence. Mm. The ability to be able to stand in front of people and talk and speak as a professional to people. Did you have a different TDY, and will you have a different one after the recruiting um, uh, commandments? Yeah, tour of duty. So yeah, it really depends. So I can either stay as a recruiter, depending on how I do, um, which is called like a lateral move, which is switching to become a, a career recruiter, or I will go back to my military occupational specialty, which is a military police officer. I thought TDY was a Marine Corps term. It clearly is not. People have it it clearly was Maybe not. they stopped using that. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, PX, that's a Marine. I know PX. PX, yeah, it's the okay. store where yeah. we buy all of our foods and stuff, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Well, I, I remember some things. So yeah. <laughs> so, APC uh, Sergeant Wilson in the uh, community, welcome him. Part of, uh, part of Jackson, part of the area now. So, Thank uh, you. Happy to have you here. and. Uh, Best of luck as, uh, as you uh, find your way around Jackson, and I know we'll see you at some community events as you well. You most certainly will. Sergeant and Alexander Wilson from the U.S. Marine Corps Recruiting Command with us today on The Morning Show. Up next, we're going to uh, preview a uh, great tradition, the Uncle Phil's Barbecue. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back. Today's show is brought to you by Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping, and they provide complete design, installation of maintenance deck, maintenance of decks, retaining walls, patios, gazebos, water gardens, and more. Call Wilcox today to get your lawn looking good. Joining us now with Uncle Phil's Barbecue is Uncle Phil himself, Phil Willis, and the uh, presenting sponsor, Dan Macknick. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Uncle yeah, morning. Phil. Good Uncle to see Phil. you. Thank you. And, and Dan's actually uh, Phil's son. Yes, so. that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uncle. Family affair. Yeah, yes. your uncle. My, my uncle. Dad. Right. So you're yeah. everyone's uncle on uh, Uncle Phil's Barbecue. I want to ask you, how, how did you come up with this idea? Well, that, everything's evolved. I tell you, this is a story of perseverance. This is our 21st year. Mm. It started with American Cancer Relay for Life team. So we said, we were having a community luncheon. We said, well, let's uh, make it a charity. So we did Relay for Life, raised $500. And uh, then I had a good friend, it was uh, Jim Butterfield. He always called everybody uncle. He called me uncle. Phil, he called them. Uncle Jim, Uncle George. And what it does, it relates to family. It relates to friends. And everybody we invite, our sponsors, they're friends, they're like family. So Uncle Phil just made a lot of common sense. It yeah. makes sense to me, uh, Dan. We see each other every year, and it is. It's, it's a gathering of friends. Um, but talk about that, how that makes the community strong, friends, business partners, working together to raise money for good causes. It's, like Phil said, it's, it's certainly has evolved over the years. Um, you know, we've, we've had some great partnerships historically. I mean, it started out with 
Phil grilling himself on his grill in the back of his office. And then it got a little bit out of hand and we had, you know, Stan from Knights, who's been a, a standby partner for a long mm -hmm. time. And then it, out, it outgrew even Stan's capacity. They're grilling on site. So we had the wonderful folks over at Christoph and Sons, Ted and Pam and the family, making his famous Coney sauce and Coney dogs. And then I don't think you get too far down the list. When you think of best burgers in town, you get to Schlinkers. And Nick yes. and Tina Fuller have been great awesome. partners. Uh, Dan Watts at Tri-County Water, the folks from Milo's, they're all, they're providing food and beverage, so. Yeah, it was, it's actually uh, the Tommy Dog recipe that mm -hmm. uh, Ted has in the Tommy Dog cart. Oh, there it is. There he is, right. So, yeah. yeah. Parker, his son's here this year. He's going to be helping. Nice. He's fourth generation in that Coney chain of events, so. I have a hard time deciding between the uh, the grilled chicken or the coney or I, the burgers. So I went with the Fuller Burger last year because mm -hmm. it was the first time that Schlinkers was on site and I wasn't disappointed. The chicken is always perfect. It is. So I, yeah. I do normally get that. Yeah. yeah, plus all the salads and it's really, it's a, it's a huge launch. Hey, there you are right there, Bart. Oh yeah, there you are, Andy. Yeah, and there's Paul Buckles too. There he is. <laughs> yeah. Carol and... Yeah. And there's my mom there taking money from yes. Bart. They're right up there yeah. in front. So, I mean, we have wonderful support. The beneficiaries this year are, they haven't changed from last year. Of course, Lumen Christie's gracious yeah. enough to host us. And I know that's near and dear to Andy's and my heart. Um, Jackson School of the Arts, which we, we've, they're a great downtown neighbor and partner and friend. And then Connie Poisson does such an amazing job with youth education and development over at Junior Achievement. So. Uh, great beneficiaries again this year and wonderful partnerships. We're, we're very thankful for JTV and um, Home.FM is going to be there as well. Cool. Yeah, we're always excited to uh, be there. And I it, think one of the things Dan just mentioned was about our focus on youth. Mm. And we have uh, been focusing on our youth and the growth of them and junior achievement, uh, JSA and Lumen, all uh, trying to make our youth prepared for the future mm -hmm. and more likely to succeed and let's try to keep them in Jackson. Yeah, we got to keep it going and it takes uh, businesses like uh, both of you guys and fundraisers and benefits like this to uh, spur the next generation for sure. And every dime that people spend goes to these charities. It There's does. no overhead. It does, no overhead. Every, everything is volunteered or it's paid for by the sponsorships. Yeah. So uh, we have a tremendous crew of volunteers this year. Uh, Lumen turns out some students with uh, some service hour needs and, and we have, you know, our whole staff is gonna be there on site, ready to go. And uh, I don't know if they all know that yet, but now they do. <laughs> <laughs> I should say uh, aloha to you both yeah. as you, uh, you guys just had a, a long, were you 10 days in Hawaii? I think, yeah, we or were 11? 10 days and right. 11 and uh, you know. How was that? That Mahalo. was- hello. Yeah. Thank you. Good family, good, uh, good family trip, family fun? It was, we did a lot of cool things that you know, we were excited to, to do. We went from Oahu to Maui and yeah, just had a great time. Cool. The 24 hour stint on the way home was, it beat you up a bit. We were <laughs> yeah. just talking about that. And you spent a well, lot of time there in the was sun. a conference involved, you know. Oh yeah, well, well there's a financial advisor conference. <laughs> That's right, yeah, congratulations there was some to business, Dan, of course. So, there was a little you. business. Congratulations yeah. on that award as well. Appreciate that, thank um, you. But yeah, and congratulations on bringing your whole family with you to Hawaii, because not everyone would do that. Not everyone would. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll see if it happens again. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we had a great family trip. Awesome. It, was, it was awesome. Very I cool. appreciate it, thanks.
I could tell you we're in the sun a lot because you've got uh, tan lines from your sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that this morning as I woke up, I was looking and said, uh-oh. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's been hard to avoid. Uh, I'm even not sure town. if it's a golf course or Hawaii. <laughs> the local golf courses or Hawaii. Right. Yeah, actually, and uh, Dan and I are playing at 3.30 today, so. Oh, Bring your fan. Wow. That's right. Bring your fan. It's going to be a little warm. Wow. Yeah. It is. It's awfully hot. Ah, we'll manage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Bart, you said 100% goes to the charities. What other event 100% goes to the charity? So Perhaps. you donate a dollar, one of these charities will receive that. Very cool. So. Can, can people still call in a, a to-go order at this point? To-go orders are done. Done, okay. So what we're really encouraging people to stay, to stick around and have lunch with us. Cool. Uh, to-go orders are going to be solely the chicken this year. So if you want a Schlinker's burger, if you want the Coney's, you get to stay and enjoy them on cool. site, which we're really encouraging people. We like to have the big crowds there. I think it puts a big focus on um, you know, Lumen Christi and, and the event, too. Yeah, so plan on arriving uh, early and staying late. Spend uh, the, whole, the whole time uh, visiting, having a great lunch, and supporting... Uh, all of these great charities that are uh, the beneficiaries. For the last several years, it has been Junior Achievement yeah. uh, and the Jackson School of the Arts and Lumen Christi. But over the years, you've changed. There have been a lot of different charities that, that you've helped, and so they all appreciate it. And they'll all be there, too. They've, they'll, uh, people want to know where the money's going to be spent. They'll be yes. there. Yes. So, yeah, we, we rotate, and... Uh, we featured Lilly Missions Church for quite a while, number of years, and uh, we'll probably do some rotation in the future. But this is uh, year number 21, so as far as the perseverance goes, and we'll have, uh, at the end of this year, raised nearly $200,000. Awesome. Wow. I think I've been to every one. That's amazing. Remember the year you had the elephant you were dragging around? <laughs> the elephant? That was oh. a Texas Longhorn oh. steer. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to you guys, and thanks to all, I mean, you look at this list of uh, sponsors, it's uh, really a big, big community event. So we look forward to seeing you guys later on this week. Appreciate your support too, John. Of course. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Dan Mackey. JTV. And Phil Willis. It's Uncle Phil's Barbecue. We'll be right back after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. Looking for a place to uh, vacation. This summer, there's no. a here's a new Airbnb. <laughs> no, here's a new Airbnb uh, that's out. Dave and Buster's already a good time in the uh, the daylight and in the evening. Now you can stay overnight at Dave and Buster's. Oh dear yes, lord! Yes, the restaurant meets arcade is rolling out its blue and orange carpet for a once in a lifetime chance to spend an overnight playing all the games you want and sleeping there, and you even get to bring a few friends. To make the experience even more spectacular. And that looks fun. Yeah. Brandon, have you taken Barrett to a Dave and Buster's yet? Not yet. I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Yes. Never, ever 
take your son to a Dave and Buster's <laughs> ever. And you can go. Well, the 16-year-old's up there asking what's wrong with it. What's wrong with it is you're not the one footing the bill, okay? Mom and Dad, it costs thousands of dollars to play those stupid games on that card for the stuffed animal. And uh, it costs a lot of money. Uh, where is the local, the nearest Dave and Buster's? Livonia. Uh, yeah. I've driven by it. I've never yeah. been in one. It's like a Target with video games and bad food. <laughs> no, it's a ripoff is what it is. It's a ripoff. Go to uh, Just for Fun at the Jackson Crossing. Years ago, we had a candidate thing. who actually won, uh, ran for mayor, and he, it's one of his campaign pledges was he was going to bring a Dave and Buster's to downtown Jackson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> better off getting another Woolworths down here than a Dave and Buster's. No, it's fun. It's just it's expensive for what you get. Uh, I was driving uh, my car. It turns out it's self-driving. It was telling me it was it was telling me to put your hand oh on up. the highway. Yeah, yeah. Um, the self-driving car. Uh, there's a um, stat out today in a 10-month period. Automakers of self-driving cars reported about 400 crashes involving vehicles with automated driver assist. No. Ooh, wow. Do you think uh, they just take a nap and just let the car do No, you training? can't take a nap. I mean, they, I don't get it. Not yet. But of the 400, 273 of them involve Teslas. You know, I was just talking yeah. to someone last night who has their eyes on a Tesla. Mm, well, think again. Uh, first of all, um, they cost way more than a normal car. And second of all, they seem to crash. Can I tell you something? Kids, that's all they want. All they want is a Tesla. That's it. No Why? Corvette, no Mustang, no Escalade, no Chevy Caprice, no Dodge Stratus. They want Teslas. Hmm. That's it. Kids want a Tesla. Well, let's hope uh, we can dissuade people from uh, buying Teslas. You don't want to be the first 16-year-old driving a Tesla in Jackson. You're going to get your car ragged for being a 16-year-old <laughs> driving a Tesla. Well, it'll wreck anyway because they tend to wreck. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't think we're just not there yet. So technology still to come. The hey, uh, yeah, Brandon, uh, Bear, have a game today? He's done. Done. He's okay, done. gone. We we were at a game last night, and uh, they might as well be done. Uh, that are they getting any better? But <laughs> well, it did improve because the Flemings brought a pop-up tent. Oh, thank you to Stephen and Fleming. For bringing that pop-up tent, that yeah. was phenomenal. It was nice. That was nice. nice. Very nice, nice feature. Yeah. Yeah, it was very nice. Hey, join us tomorrow morning. Cindy Harrison and Teshna Thomas will be with us from Henry Ford Health, and we'll also have Valerie Brzezinski and Drew Haystead, and uh, she is the Clay Target champion, and we'll also have her coach. Nice. And coming up later today on your show. Alicia Williams, Juan Zapata, Travis Fatasek, Phil Fishmeister with Bentley Kuhn, and Tom Rooney. That's all for this morning. We'll see you at 1 o'clock.